Hey, hey, welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 133, the last podcast. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Sorry for my absence here. We have been doing surgery over here for my little lady. She got surgery on her feet and um, it has kind of thrown our whole schedule off and my planning and I just did not get that together before we got down for surgery. So she's doing well. We're doing well. She's handling the pain much, much better than I expected. And uh, we're just hoping that we can keep her still enough to get some good healing in her feet. Um, But as always, she is a ray of sunshine. (laughs) And so that's been pleasant among other things. So, um, and yes, this is the last podcast that I am doing. And I feel very much at peace with that. I've been thinking about this for a little while. um, And I feel like this chapter of doing the podcast is coming to a close and it has been an amazing journey for me personally. It's been really great to be able to offer things that I am learning to those of you out there that may be in a similar situation or maybe you're not but you still find the content really valuable and I am so grateful and humbled that you've been here, you've been listening and have hopefully been able to find value and find something helpful here. So I want to thank you as well for showing up every week. So what I want to do on this last podcast is just share some things with you that I have learned throughout the course of doing this podcast, some of the things that are really standing out to me currently that have really been shaping the way that I have been thinking. And the way that I've been thinking has really been shaping the way that I'm living my life on a daily basis and how I am feeling internally about my life and about my children, about my marriage and about what I am doing with my life. And I cannot tell you how much of a 180 has happened for me over the course of the past couple of years as I have been learning, as I've been self-coaching, as I have been getting coached from other coaches, as I have been diving into different mental health and therapy concepts and researching them and applying them to my daily life and have been seeing not only obviously how it's affecting me, but the change, the positive change that it's been having on my marriage, on my children, on the way that I'm showing up for them. And on, I really feel the way that they are also viewing themselves. And so a few of the points that have been standing out to me as of late are this, your life is your own and there's no right way to do it. For some of you, this may be just obvious, but for many, it's not. It's not obvious that there's not one right way to do it. I feel like there are, there's so many messages out there that's like, if you do it this way or this way, or this is the right way to raise your child, or this is the right way to 
um, treat someone that's autistic, or this is the right way to mother a child with special needs, or this is the right way to just be a mom in general. This is the right way to have a marriage. Or if you're struggling, this is the right way to get out of it. And what I've learned is there's not one right way. There are many, many ways to skin a cat. There's many ways to be successful. There's many ways to reach your outcome and your goal. And most of the time, your circumstances are so unique that no one else out there knows the right way for you. They can get you maybe their 80% of the time, which is great and which is useful, but you have to remember and take it with a grain of salt that for someone just to come in and tell you what to do in your own life to make it be happy, to make it work for you, just doesn't work. Take it from someone who tried it for years. It just doesn't work. There's no one right way. So if you hear advice, if you hear something from someone and it resonates within you, that's something to pay attention to. But if it doesn't, that's also something to pay attention to. There's no one right way. Next is having a fulfilling life has more to do with how you perceive your life than what actually happened or happens in your life. I can tell you that my circumstances have not really changed a whole bunch, and yet my life is completely different. And I have noticed that because of the way I've been been, been approaching my life, meaning the way I'm thinking about it, changes the way I show up, and that does change my life. It changes the results that I get in my life. And that transformation has been really phenomenal for me, but on the outside, not much of my circumstances has changed, right? I'm still married to the same man. I still have the same children. I'm still me, but how I view my life, that's very different. And that has made all the difference in how I feel and how I show up every day. Next is doing something meaningful with your life is way better for your mental health than aiming to be happy. I'm going to say that again. Doing something meaningful with your life is way better for your mental health than aiming to be happy. What I've discovered is that happiness is a byproduct of doing something meaningful with your life. Now, this isn't the only byproduct, mind you. There are hard things that come no matter what you do. But you don't always get a good amount of good products when you're not doing something meaningful or when you're wallowing in how hard your life is or how lonely you are or, you know, and I'm not saying that those things aren't happening. They're not true, But when you are feeling those things or engaging in that type of thinking without the pursuit of something meaningful, it's 10 times harder. So if you find that you are struggling significantly with your mental health, right? First of all, if you have a clinical diagnosis or you think you might be in need of a clinical diagnosis, then you definitely want to see a therapist. You definitely want to get that looked at. You definitely want to have the right kind of help for the problem that you're experiencing. But I will say that finding something meaningful to do with your life will improve your mental health. Whether that's investing it in your children and helping them in having a side business in 
improving your marriage and improving your personal health, taking care of you, whatever it is and the meaning, the strong meaning behind that. Something that resonates with you enough that you can say, yes, that's valuable enough for my time. I aspire to be the kind of person that does this thing or lives this way that's meaningful, something meaningful to you. Pursue it, aim for it, and you'll be the better for it. And so will your mental and emotional health. And not only will you benefit, but those around you will benefit from your goodness. So if you're feeling unhappy, find something meaningful to do with your life. Right, the next thing is suffering is a big and normal part of life. The right aim, I believe, is not to avoid suffering, but learning how to excel in spite of it. I spent many years just trying to avoid suffering and avoid hardship and just to buffer it away um, or to put it off on someone else to try to just hear doctors, you solve it, therapists, you solve it, I can't do this, or I need someone to just take my children from me. Now, I'm not saying getting time alone and building up a good support team with doctors and therapists. This is not a problem. It's how you're thinking about it. It's am I trying to buffer against hard things and suffering, right? And it's hugely, it's such a huge temptation to want to do that because suffering is uncomfortable and it's painful, but it is a normal part of life. No matter the form it comes in, everybody suffers in some form. And I'm not even saying that it's fair, right? It it doesn't even matter if it's fair because life just isn't. So whatever it is that's happening in your life right now, whether it is suffering you're creating or suffering that has happened to you because of choices someone else has made, the suffering that you are experiencing, whether it's fair or unfair, it, it just is. It's just happening. So the question that I find most effective when I am confronted with a form of suffering is now what? Now what? This is here. And running away does nothing. It will find you always <laughs> in its many, many forms. So now what? The right aim in this situation is to learn how to excel in spite of it, to learn to grow and to become the kind of person that can do what is right, that can do what is inspiring to yourself, even with the suffering. And you will find so many examples of people in the world that have done this. And these are the people that we aspire to be like. These are the people that inspire us to be better. Right? And this can be any one of us if we decide, now what? Now what am I going to do? How am I going to take my life to where I want it to be regardless of this suffering that I'm experiencing? Okay, super empowering. All right, and the last thing I want to share with you that I have mentioned many times on my podcast already is that your circumstances do not determine how fulfilling your life is. What you do with or in those circumstances is what determines the fulfillment you experience in your life. It is amazing to me how much 
power we give the things that are out of our control. The circumstances that happen in our lives that we have absolutely no control over, we often delegate all of our happiness to, all of our power, all of our fulfillment. We just hand it right over and go, see, I can't have the life I want. I can't be happy. I can't do something meaningful even because this thing happened to me. And what we don't often realize is that that's optional. Yes, this thing happened to you. Yes, it was hard. Yes, it might throw your life off for a little while. But it's not the determining factor of how your life's going to turn out. It's really, really not. And if your brain and or if you're really having a hard time swallowing this concept, just look at some of the people that are excelling or that have in the past. I always love to reflect back on Helen Keller. I love to think about her, about the situation in which she was, about how bleak her future looked, about what the medical professionals were saying, and yet she was a very influential person in her time. She actually still is today. And you wouldn't expect with someone that was blind and someone that was deaf that they could have such a meaningful impact on humanity. So if Helen Keller could do that, then why not you? Why not your child? Why not your family? Your circumstances do not determine how fulfilling your life is. It's what you do with those circumstances that do. All right, thank you so much for being here. Now listen, if you still want to follow along with the work that I'm contributing on a coaching level, the best places for you to find me will be at the lifecoachuniversity.com. I will be doing pay it forward talks. They're called PIF talks, P-I-F pay it forward talks. It's all free coaching on this website and through this organization. It's amazing. I do a PIF talk every third Tuesday of the month at noon Eastern Standard Time. Okay, and the topics do center around moms and mothering and special needs and all of that stuff. But there are many coaches on this platform. They cover many different things and it's all for free. So if you're looking for some extra support, you can see me there. I will put the link to that website down in the show notes. Okay, so the next place that you can find me is our brand new family vlog on YouTube, which has been so much fun. It's called Special Steps. We'll put a link in the show notes so that you can find us and follow us there. All right, and the last and most effective place that you will be able to contact me is my email address, ashleyjohnstoncoaching at gmail.com, A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H, Johnston, T, Johnston, S-T-O-N, coaching at gmail.com. Email me questions or about one-on-one coaching or anything that you have in this mental health arena. That is the uh, proper place to put those questions for me. And I hope to be in contact with many of you and see you on these other platforms. And I wish you the best in all your endeavors. And just remember, you have what it takes inside of you to create the life that you want. It's already there. 
You just have to figure out how to access it. And you always have help and support from me. So I hope to see you soon. Until I see you again, take care. Hey mamas, listen, you can create the life and relationships you want as a mother raising children with special needs. And I can show you how. We can hop on a free Zoom call and talk about what you need, what you want, and what I have to offer. No pressure, and it'll be super fun to chat and connect. So send me a message on my Instagram, Mamas Have Special Needs 2. The link's below, and let's hop on a call.